0: Hey, friends, we are coming up on a year of Bobses and Banthas, and we could not be more excited. Over this past year, we have gotten fantastic listeners and amazing support, and we have had a great time laughing with you, learning with you, and interviewing some amazing guests. We want to grow the show, and we could use your help. Would you please consider leaving us a review over on Apple Podcasts? It really helps us out, and it helps other people learn about the show. And then join us over on Instagram. We're at Bobses and Banthas, where we're going to do a special live stream event to celebrate our one-year anniversary. Thanks so much for being a Bantheteer, and thanks so much for your support.
1: Let's talk about comic books. Are you ready to podcast? Are you ready to podcast right right now? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Are you ready to podcast is filmed in front of a live studio audience?
0: Disney's Magic
1: Kingdom, Disneyland, is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, boys and
1: girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on Earth. It's time to throw down, yo. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland. In Anaheim, the happiest on Earth.
0: Welcome to Bobsets and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things the Disney company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about getting to eat at Disney California Adventure, and that's about it. Bob Chapek talks about the future of movie theaters. We discuss ideas on improving Galaxy's Edge. And in our main segment, we begin our Marvel in March with a discussion about Marvel Comics and where you can and can't see them in theme parks. My name is Scott Storm, and with me, my brother on the mic, the Jack Kirby to my Stan Lee, absolute Aaron
1: Robbins. Right on, Jack Kirby to Stan Lee, yeah. What, did you want to be Stan Lee?
0: No. I, mean, I feel like you're more Jack Kirby.
1: Yeah. You're the artistic that's one. That's what I'm saying. I'm the, the more the artistic one, and you're the more the one you that's sort like, of drawn idea. Yeah, you you like I'm the, the, best, I'm the pitch guy. You told the best Stan Lee story on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> live. It I did sounded, meet Stan Lee. I have a Stanley Lee story. You, yeah, tell, tell us what happened when you met Stan Lee. You were tongue-tied, didn't say anything, and he didn't say anything back to you. True or false? False. False. We what had a great conversation. Happened? Yeah. I met him during a media
0: event where he was a guest. And uh, he came up to me and I introduced myself and we were talking. That's and I Scott said, Storm? Yeah, I introduced myself as Scott Storm. As your Storm. real name.
1: Why would you use any other name? That's your real name. That's he said, <laughs> hey, I'm
0: Scott Storm. <laughs> that's right. I said, I said, Stan Lee, I'm Scott Storm. And, uh, you know, we were, I don't know what we were talking about the time, but he was helping produce a video game. And I said, yeah. hey, uh, Stan, like you, you do cameos in movies. Have you ever thought about doing a cameo in your own video game? Right. And he's like, that's a great idea. You should produce that video. Yeah, and I was like, "You got it, Stanley." Yeah, and the end of the story is you produced that video. Yeah, The end of the story is I produced that video. You did not. You did and that's really why meet Stanley. Every single Stanley cameo was produced
1: by yours truly, by Scott Storm. That's not true. Uh, that that the that's part, of the, part of the story that did happen is you met Stanley. He gave you some words of encouragement. He gave he me some told words, so you, you had a good idea. When Stan Lee, creator of Marvel and all of your favorite characters, to the creator of Spider Man, a good number of your favorite characters tells yes. you you had a good idea. That made me feel pretty good. Yeah, and you took that and ran with it.
0: Yeah, but I also feel like Stanley's probably a guy who gives just encouragement to yeah, everybody. Just encourage- that's great. Yeah, you like that's be- a great idea. You should build a hot air balloon to the moon. Exactly. Yeah. Like I just feel like Stan is. You know, I feel like if if you get encouragement from Stan, you've talked to Stanley.
1: That's yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah, Excelsior! Like he's yeah. just like amazing, okay, Stan. And then he's off. And then amazingly he's just... upbeat character. What an honor and a privilege that you got great. to meet him and have a have an actual was conversation. A kind man. Episode forty nine, the first of our Marvel in March episodes, which are going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to you about the the do's and don'ts of Marvel in the theme parks, Disney I theme parks. Can't wait! Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. And then we're gonna end this month. Uh, I was joking with you the other the other week. You said, What do you what do you think about doing Marvel in March? And I was like, I don't know, Scott. sounds not sound like a good idea unless you can like, I don't know, maybe get this type of guest. And you're like, Yeah, no, I already yeah, have one. No, guest. I already I already got them. I, like, I got him on the schedule. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, to, we've to got a,
0: a we're gonna be talking this this month we're gonna be talking about Marvel, we're gonna talk about WandaVision, we're gonna be doing a back of the vault segment on yeah. uh, a Marvel offering that you yeah. can or can that you can find on Disney Plus. You may yeah. not want to find it exactly. on Disney Plus, but yeah. you can find it. And then uh, toward the end of the month, we're going to be having a great interview talking with somebody who uh, spanned both sides. I say yeah. worked for the mouse and worked for the spider. Right, and or that's what my how kids think would, you got. Robert
1: Downey Jr. I've been trying to set their expectations that you did not get Robert Robert Downey Jr. I'm not going to say who it is. Okay, wow. It may you're or may not be Robert them, Downey Scott, Jr. You're
0: encouraging them to keep this up in the house. I'm not saying it's not Robert Downey Jr. Right.
1: Right now. Oh, I am, kids. I am saying let's stop this conversation. I am saying, but it's gonna it's be a them. great month, it's and also we're celebrating
0: our one year anniversary. That's of Bob's true. Samantha's can you believe thing.
1: we've been doing this for a year? I can't. It feels like it. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but it <laughs> yeah. also feels like it's flown by. It in really some ways. does. Yeah. All with the park closed except for the. First half of the first episode, maybe? Uh no, I'm pretty sure it was closed when we aired the first episode. All every forty nine episodes.
0: Hey, uh, a couple of things that we also need to talk about. Oh, let's just talk at about the top them. of the let's show. Let's do it. Let's do it. Raya and the Last Dragon is coming out coming on out. Friday, both in yeah. theaters and Disney Plus. Like, it's
1: probably out while you're listening to this right
0: now. It may ver- it, it probably is. You're yeah. probably you probably just finished watching Raya and the Last Dragon. You're thinking, yeah. Hey, I want to hear what the Bantha Boys think about this movie. Yeah, I
1: can't wait to hear their the review. The problem
0: is it, you didn't get our press passes to watch it yet. I'm working on getting okay. our press passes okay. to watch it. And also, uh, it falls in the middle of uh, uh, Marvel in March. Marvel in March. So we have Disney to figure out Disney did what not we're going consult us
1: <laughs> with, with their release schedule. They'd be like, can we release Ray and the Dragon? And be like, well, we're doing Marvel in March because sorry, it's an alliteration. Do we don't mess around with alliterations. When it alliterates, we go we full We take t- it very seriously <laughs> yeah, when there's alliteration involved. Yeah. So sorry, that's not going to work. You can release Ray and the Dragon December or October? <laughs> That's right. You, if You want to do that? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but October won't work. It's Cobras and Phantoms. We already sorry, have that. You're theme. going to find a different month. Uh, maybe July. So when when do you think we'll do? What do you think we'll do with Ray? I think and the what Dragon? we'll probably
0: end up doing is a Patreon exclusive review okay. of Ray and the Last Dragon. So if you're interested in our thoughts on Ray and the Last Dragon, you can pop over to Patreon and uh, listen there.
1: Yeah, where you can hear this week uh, Scott' nice take on what they should do with Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. While we're closed down for COVID, and lots of other fun stuff.
0: Either or, we Either we or. cover the gamut. We when, when it comes to uh, content there. on our Patreon. One last thing about Patreon. Tell me, Tell me one thing about we Patreon. got a new patron this week, Who's and so that? her name is Lanny. And I just wanted to thank Lanny for uh, supporting us and becoming a a patron over on Patreon. You can support us on our Patreon by patreon.com forward slash bobses and banthas, where you get exclusive
1: audio content every week. So
0: thanks, Lanny, for becoming a patron. We really appreciate it. Uh, How was your week really quickly?
1: Uh, I'll tell you about my week. My week has been uh, fun. been busy. I teach. uh, I had spring break off. Yeah. Uh, from teaching about the podcast class. And I thought- You went down to Cancun. Went down to Cancun. I thought, what better time to start a new podcast than when I have a break from my podcast class. Perfect. So uh, Kennedy and I uh, started a, a father and daughter podcast called Like Daughter, Like Dad. Uh, and it's her interviewing me about growing old and me interviewing her about growing up. Awesome. And it's fun. We talk about just, she comes up with three random questions. She won't think that, I mean, that that I don't know. And then I come up with three questions she doesn't. Uh, no. And this, this, uh, this episode's coming out next. Episode two, we're going to quiz each other's slang. She's She thinks she's going to stump slang. me on words. I won't know that she says during her day at school. And I'm going to quiz Did her you on.
0: surprise her by saying that's on fleek. That's on fleek.
1: Like, yeah. What? I think that's a mid, that's like mid slang though. That's not like yeah, old not. school. No, 80s no that's slang.
0: like, yeah, that's like, f- no, I was going to say that's, 45 year old men who understand what slang was five yeah, years ago.
1: exactly right yes. still trying to sound relevant right so like daughter like dad that is uh, me and kendra kennedy who's the mouse teenager on this show sometimes just talking about growing up and growing old and how that stuff all works where can we listen to that on apple Podcasts, you awesome. can just search for like daughter like dad and you're good to go can't wait yeah check it out
0: let me tell you a little bit about Bob's and Bantha's, Please. This week, I I've had the experience. I've heard of it. <laughs>
1: have you? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of the it's show. It's fantastic.
0: It's an audio podcast. Oh, okay. It creates uh, amazing Disney audio content oh, each fun. week. I'll check it out. I had the experience of being out uh, to dinner with, uh, over over to, over to friends for dinner. Okay. Okay. And uh, while we were having dinner, uh, one of the daughters of the family that we were with uh, was wearing a hoodie. Yeah. And she unzipped her hoodie- and took her hoodie off, and she was wearing a Bob the Bantha t-shirt. Really? That, Greatest uh, day of my life. It was fantastic. It was unprompted. Wow. And it was like, you're wearing a t-shirt for our show. Yeah. It blew me away. How much fun. It was so much fun to see. And so I'm going to give uh, Emily a shout out. Emily, uh, who listens to our show every week. She hey, Emily. She supported us by buying a, a, a shirt over at Public, and she is repping Bob's and Bantha's ...to her classmates.
1: Right on. It's fantastic. Yeah, we need to get her a sticker pack. We sure And do. like a, I don't know, whatever kids wear. Probably an executive producer credit. Let me oh, le, yeah. let me also share one other thing. Fine. This feels like a big merch layout here at the beginning. All we're doing is promoting other stuff. We're no, no, no. This, about- is, this is about
0: our show last week.
1: Oh, okay. We talked about Fantasyland... Yeah, we did. We talked about how
0: the drawbridge of Sleeping Beauty's Castle is a working drawbridge. Yeah. We talked about how the drawbridge actually was up and then lowered two times in history.
1: The opening in the new Fantasyland in 83.
0: It got me thinking. Is that true? Did we make a mistake? No. Okay. I'm not using a of hand gestures, so okay, you know good. that that was a fact.
1: No rat needed. Yeah. Disneyland has been closed for a year. Do you think they raised it? What if? Oh, you just gave me goosebumps. Straight up, son. Goosebumps.
0: Right? What if? What if do it, when they Disneyland. open up Disneyland? Do it. They lower the drawbridge to welcome the kids is, back to Fantasyland. It's the right thing
1: to do. This is the third time in history.
0: If they are not thinking this way, I am begging. I know that we have Don't Disney you know creatives people? that
1: listen to this call, show. Call, call, call somebody. Or just hey, you're hearing us now. It's important. We've been it has never happened before. Let's talk about some other things that never happened before. Disneyland never existed, lower right. the drawbridge. Fantasyland was had never been new, then it was new. Now, the whole park is closed. Park's for never a year. been closed for an entire year. It's a year. symbolic gesture of a return what to if, magic. Right?
0: Do it. It's got to happen. And we don't even,
1: uh, Scott doesn't even need credit in any sort of No, I don't want You're, credit. You, don't, you don't even want credit. No. He's fine not having credit. You didn't, you already had this idea. You, of I'm course sure, they did. Of course they did. Why, of course. If,
0: if I thought of this, certainly it's the a creatives bumper. over at
1: Disney have thought of this. It's a, bu- right. it's a goose bumper all
0: day long. So, to wh- two and a half goose. What we need to know or what we need to see is that drawbridge. Is raised again, and yeah. it's raised until it lowers to welcome
1: people back to Disneyland. Yeah, and I, if I am the one that lowers that, I'm willing. That's to That's fine. Do that. I'm yeah, exactly. Like that. it
0: doesn't have to be my idea. But if they would let us go, right? Lower like you the pick bridge, two
1: random fans, like random fans. Big <laughs> wink, guys. Big wink. Super wink. <laughs> do you hear? I'm it? happy. Wink. I'm happy. Who you couldn't ask for two? Uh, we've been patient. We've been. Very supportive. Very supportive. We launched a show for the entire time that your theme park has been closed. We've literally not stopped talking about Disneyland since you stopped making it available. That's right. Us. Not your fault. It's not, not your, your fault. fault. Not your fault.
0: But what if?
1: Well, you need all the other podcasts to say because we're trying to convey two messages: raise the bridge and then, then lower, lower the it. Bridge. Yeah, and then lower the bridge.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll keep thinking. Okay, this. we'll keep thinking. We'll keep about thinking of this. All right. What do you say we re- yodel in that news?
1: I feel like it's going to be anticlimactic to, to to your wonderful drawbridge idea, but I'm willing to give it a shot.
0: It's time for news. Oh.
1: Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. News time!
0: Last week, it was like news... news... avalanche. It was
1: a news Zealand It was a news a Yeah. It was news palooza <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it! Ah, uh, news palooza Perry Farrell and news palooza yep. It was phenomenal. Right. This week... Yeah. It feels a little different, okay. which is just shocking to me because in the 24-hour news cycle that we live through, it's sort of surprising that like some weeks, really heavy Disney news, yeah. lots of Disney news. Some weeks, we're going to talk about what the big news of Disney this week is. Okay. Let's get into it. Give First me of all, okay. Golden Globes happened this week. I heard. We can dispense with it really quickly. Okay. Very, very little Disney nominations. Mm. No Mandalorian was being nominated. Yeah. Too early for WandaVision to be nominated. No Disney movies, with the exception of Soul, is nominated. Do you
1: think there should be like two different categories for the uh, for like award now? Because movies and it's all kind of getting gray as what is I what. One hundred percent. So gray. it should just be like stuff you stuff that's good, stuff you like, <laughs> stuff that's good, and stuff that is on TV but you haven't seen it. Those exactly. Should, <laughs> those should be the categories. I feel like a lot of the Golden Globe winners were like things that I would never watch. Yeah, it's like, hey, we got a Golden Globe. What category? I won the, like, nobody's ever seen this, but it's on. It's totally on. You could watch it. And then it's like, well, well, how about you? Best
0: program nobody tunes in for. Yeah.
1: Best program that's technically on the air. (laughs) That's a category. And then there's, like, a stuff everyone's talking about. Stuff people are actually watching.
0: It was (laughs) surprising to me. Sounds rude. Again, I'm I'm not saying that the Mandalorian should have been nominated for a bunch of Golden Globes, but I found it interesting that season two was nominated for nothing. Like, nothing at all. Which is just sort of surprising me because it is a cultural phenomenon yeah. that we're all living through right now. Okay, best. Uh, so, Soul took two Golden Globes. Two Golden Globes. Best animated motion picture, Soul. Yep. Which was against Onward, another Pixar film. And Onward the, wasn't released and this the year. Crudes. I, don't, I don't know how they're, I don't how know how they're qualifying it. I don't know. Wolf Walkers, Apple TV Plus. Oh, well,
1: Wolf Wolf Walkers is, yeah.
0: And Over the s- Moon.
1: I don't know, Over the Moon. I haven't seen Over the Moon. Walkers, though, crazy, uh, amazing, a uh, two and a half D, two and a half D movie. And best original score, Soul Ticket. Nice job.
0: So there you go. So two Disney wins for, two Pixar wins. Yeah. For the Golden Globes. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Let's talk about A Touch of Disney. Okay. Have you seen anything about A Touch of Disney? No. A Touch of Disney is the
1: hard ticketed event. Uh, That is happening at Disney California Adventure. Touch of Disney is a thing we talked about several episodes ago. It's a ticketed event where you can do some more stuff, right? We talked about how much. I saw the pricing for it. Tell me it's not $75 a person.
0: Let's talk about it. It is $75 a person. It includes admission, parking for the experience at the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Okay. Unlimited downloads of Disney PhotoPass
1: photos taken during the experience. Okay, and a twenty-five on dollar. I'm sorry, what? Of me not being on rides. Of you Here's not being you on eating, rides. Eating filet mignon. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Here Here's we go. You having a churro. Here's another
0: picture. Yeah. That that meeting experience when the filet mignon yeah. is uh, is <laughs> delivered to your table, masked
1: up for all of them.
0: $25 Touch of Disney uh, voucher card or dining card. What is Valid mean? toward the purchase of food and non alcoholic beverages. So you pay $75. You get, you get parking, which is normally $10. Okay. You get admission into the hard ticket event. Normally free. And you get $25 toward the food and stuff going on in stuff there. Stuff going on. Well, Wh- the food and food beverages. What in, is the other 40
1: ish dollars going to? Just having this thing? Yeah.
0: A touch of Disney offers, quote, tell me, tell me. some of the world famous food and beverages from around the resort, plus a chance to see Disney characters, okay. shop for the latest Disney merchandise, and pose at unique photo locations.
1: Man, it seems like I, I need to know more about this food because I'm getting a twenty five dollar food voucher, and that's all I can eat. I can only eat twenty five dollars worth of it. I feel like if I'm paying, no, you some,
0: can ba- you can buy more food. Well,
1: yeah, but I don't want to pay anymore. I feel like for $75, it's kind of like a, I feel like that's a, you can go to every single one of these things. You have an 18 punch card. Be able to eat. Yeah, it feels feels expensive to me for, uh you know, $25 of prepaid food. You got to pay for more after that parking is not something that from a marketing perspective you can factor into the price right. of the cost because it's it's a sunk cost anyways and i'm not like that parking was amazing oh i can can't believe s- oh, can we park again is it okay if i just go out and then oh, come yeah, back but we'll charge you ten dollars no no i just want to i already paid i just loved it it was such a great experience i want to park again because it was so fun like parking is just parking you're is more just than parking. welcome if you have a ten dollar bill you're more than <laughs> yeah. welcome to park. Again. you're more than welcome to ride the, the parking, parking ride again. yeah so and then at 75 dollars i my expectation i think what i would want is there's there's some kind of Mini parade, like the photo ops sound fine. I think it's the means. characters. I think that's really
0: you know. Then maybe yeah, for some families that might be worth it. It, it, it. a lot of families have been a year without any type of character interaction, and then you can't get it if you're just wandering through Vista Street right now. Totally, so they will have the characters out there, but again, they're going to be selfie events. You're not going to be taking photos. You're just going to the see characters. them. There's not going to be
1: that interaction, that talking. Certainly not with princesses right. and things like that. So for me, that that that's missing a little something I'm looking for, which would be like we're doing a singing thing. Are they going to do that news newsies that newsboys newsy thing? And they, you know, there's going you know, there's some kind of like there's some event that's going to happen that you're going to watch. I don't think so. I don't think that seventy five dollars still feels that feels like a lot of money. But so you, so you're a no. I think so. I yeah. mean, for a family of four, right? Yeah, we we're we're into that for a couple hundred dollars at yeah. that point in time, hundred and some change.
0: It, yeah. it doesn't hold any interest to me. Yeah. I mean, I can understand why they're doing it. I that. want
1: to go in. I want to walk around. I want to see a show. I want to see a parade. I want to have exclusive items. Uh, I want to eat, be able to eat a little more than $25. Listen, worth. when
0: I can get on a dark ride, that's when I'm going back that's to Disney
1: like, Yeah. $75 is more than half the cost of a normal DCA-only event. Yeah, I know. Hmm. It's, so there you go. It's not half as good, though. It's like is eighth as good.
0: I... You're not getting any argument. From oh, okay. it. I realize I, that the best podcasts have conflict, but you're not going to get any conflict oh, okay. on this Sorry. end. With yeah. this, let's with move this on discussion. to the next news item. Let's talk about uh, the Disney. Wait, what's
1: the name of it again? A touch of Disney. A touch of Disney. Yeah, a seventy-five dollar touch of Disney. I'm not harping on. It. I think it's great. They're opening and trying to figure it out. I mean, I, I, Listen, they're doing what they can. I think they're they, doing what they can. And here's the thing. Cast members get to be employed. And they are stuff. hiring and, like a thousand people. back So for that's this event. that's that's a win all day. Am I gonna? Can I throw seventy five dollars per person in my family behind that? No, <laughs> but I'm super but really excited. Happy really I'm happy. Very, I am very excited that they're doing it. I'm so glad the cast members get to work. That's Let's talk awesome. about those okay. former
0: AP holders yeah. that we now call legacy pass holders. Yeah, uh, they're getting a special event for the Touch of Disney.
1: Are event. they? I call them leggy peas, but
0: you call them leggy peas. Yeah, that's okay. What I do. So leggy peas who purchase tickets to attend a touch of Disney, yeah, will be able to have a access to a special legacy passholder corner. <laughs> well worded. And uh, at that corner, they have the opportunity to get a legacy passholder themed
1: magnet, okay, and a special button featuring a quote unique design end quote. They have the opportunity to purchase these things. Or they're just given them in the leggy P corner. You're not I like think that. they're given them. Nobody this is p- while supplies last. Okay. Nobody puts a legacy pass holder on a corner. Nobody does.
0: And a Disney California Adventure Park 20th anniversary themed Photo
1: opportunity, right on. AP holder. I wonder if there's ever any thought to like, uh, you know, the the old annual pass holders. They're a little upset. It's like, well, let's get them all together in a group. Like <laughs> you sure that's yeah, a good sure they're they're going to be happy to? Get... I think we call that a mob, though. It's like, no, it's different. No,
0: we're giving out magnets. Oh, I didn't
1: realize there was a magnet angle. And they
0: and look, it, we have one place that only AP holders can take photos from. So that's not going. Oh, to you got a room anger or like a room for them or something. Else?
1: There's like an attraction. There's an attraction that they get to ride.
0: Yeah, but we're not turning it. No, no, no. They don't get to ride. What it. do they get?
1: They get to take a photo in front of it. Oh, they get a corner right it's yeah it's like a uh, pass holder corner i love that yeah do you see where those two walls meet that's your corner take as many photos you want right there nobody else can hang out there but you i'm so glad disney's trying we're being fun i'm like we're having fun i'm so glad they're doing stuff they're doing what they can Dude, they are
0: uh so that's uh that's what a touch of disney looks like honestly the disneyland news cycle the only other story that i read
1: was about the disneyland cats
0: how the feral cats are doing well we talked about
1: them on an episode long ago That they must be like they're
0: fine that's oh, the if it story. turns out they're they're okay. They're fine. Yeah, that's the story.
1: I don't know what do you got next. What are we doing next, Scott Storm? Bob Chapek uh, gave an
0: interview. He talked about the future of theaters, movie oh, theaters. Oh, right. Yes, that is. those
1: places that you have the big screens that we used to sit in together. That's right. Real close.
0: He said when talking about uh, he was talking about changes in consumer behavior and uh, and what he thought about movie theaters going back to pre pandemic interest yes. uh, capacity. He said, "quote, he's not sure they're going back
1: to yeah, the I've heard pre-pandemic that multiple, theatrical windows." Multiple, I've heard that from multiple sources uh, that the whole theater game is just changing.
0: And and I he, I don't think he's uh, off about this at all. He said, "I think the consumer is probably more impatient than they've ever been before." He said, particularly since now they've had the luxury of an entire year of getting titles at
1: home pretty much whenever they want them. I still so- find it weird. Do you not find it weird when they're like, hey, we just made this huge blockbuster movie. You can get it Friday on your TV. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mark it to me a little bit. I want a big event. Do you do you not find this weird that, like, Ray and the Dragon's just out? Like, that Tom and Jerry movie. I was in Burbank. Tons of marketing for Tom and Jerry. I'm going to make it quick. Tons of marketing. Like, t- Burbank is, you know, they have the big billboards. Yeah. You they, you know what they want you to yeah. watch. The and I just, building side billboards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tons of them. Got home, and I'm like, oh, is Tom and Jerry things just, like, out? And I'm not even that good. Like, this is lame. Like, why did they market this? It's just such a weird thing to me. It is weird to see the marketing
0: blitz of that thing yeah. only to it be on stream. But yes. at the same time, how is it any different when they're marketing Stranger Things on
1: Netflix? It, you
0: know, it is like... It,
1: Stranger the, Things is a series, so you're getting lots of episodes. Yeah. So I find t- a tiny bit difference in that. I guess it feels like those things were supposed to have some level of exclusivity to them. Sure. that You had to plan a day, go get tickets, sit down, sit through trailers, wait for a thing. And now it's just like this movie I just saw that they spent millions and millions of dollars marketing. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'll watch it a little bit. Yeah,
0: but Chapek sort of talked about this. Like, okay, what now, you say? now with the consumer being expect- expecting first-run films to be able to be delivered streaming to them – He's not saying that the idea of the theater-going experience is going to go away. As much as he said that he, he believes that consumers are going to be very frustrated if we go back to the original windows where it comes out to movie theaters and three months go by before right. you can get Val- it on video. super
1: valid point. Or, that's or, a you know, great, a, a great. That's a that's a great point. And I wonder if the marketing windows will even be short, like you can't promote a movie now for six months and then show it in a the theater for whatever and then on airlines and then in hotels and then right. like the whole thing has got to get, the turnaround I think the cycle. whole thing
0: is going to be compressed. Like, I like
1: that. You know, I, I think I think this dual model of if you want to go
0: watch it in the theater, you can. If you want to pay a premium in order to get it at home, you can. That feels a very natural yeah. evolution of home video Yeah, viewing. I don't even know
1: if that's a COVID thing. I think it's a COVID accelerated thing, but also exactly. I, think, I, think, I think the youth were sort of headed that direction anyways. I, I kind of want it and I want it now I don't want it all at once. I think it's a good catalyst. I think it's the natural thing. As
0: people get larger TVs and better sound systems, the v- movie viewing experience is a much more enjoyable experience overall than the theater going experience. Interesting. When you're talking about a giant film, where you know I'm I don't know you've had word the experience comfortable but,
1: there and convenient there, I don't think it's more enjoyable. You, I, really, I totally disagree. Uh,
0: yeah. What movie theaters are you going to? Because the theaters I go to when I see a movie have. People checking their phones constantly, sometimes yeah. taking calls while they're in the movie theater. Yeah. You have kids that... It's that like
1: guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. It's Jerry. It's Jerry from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Jerry from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm I so surprised you, I, to hear you say this, that you're if not a I, if the I'm, theater purist. I'm very surprised that you're not a theater purist. I love going to see a movie in the theater where with the right it, audience. But if I'm going to be paying... It turns f- to dark while you're in there. You come out, it's cold. You're yeah, talking listen, about the movie. Listen, remember where you saw it, where I'm you I'm taking sat. a
0: family of five to yeah. go
1: see a movie, okay?
0: So I am paying... At least fifty dollars, if not more. Probably closer to seventy-five. Probably, maybe even when you're talking about like concessions, Ooh, like hundred no, bucks. At 100, at that point, you're at hundred bucks right? for the. So experience. I'm at a hundred bucks to go see a movie in an environment that I cannot control right. about whether or not you have people texting, talking, kids screaming and crying, like people running up and down the aisles, that type of thing. Yeah. Versus paying thirty dollars to go see Ray and the Last Dragon in on my four K sixty five inch you know, a TV with a fantastic surround sound and sitting with just my family or inviting my friends and family, their families over. Like that is a really, uh, there is no contest in my opinion. Now, if we're talking about going to see like a star Wars movie, like an event film, that's a different thing. Like I would always rather go see an event film like a Star Wars or Marvel movie in the theater with those fans on opening night because everybody is there to watch the movie in the same way that I enjoy watching the movie, which is to say I'm concentrating on the movie. But that is—we get to have different opinions. That's the you know that's the exception to the, than the rule. I'm willing
1: world. to accept all those things. I love the theater. I love the idea of the theater. I love the benchmark the theater sets. I love that the theater is an aspiration for young filmmakers to get their To get their yeah, but stuff. Audience
0: on. members are they're such they are. jerks. Now. Like, that doesn't mean you're going to go to, knows how to watch not, a That movie. doesn't mean you're going
1: to be like, well, we should ride Pirates of the Caribbean virtually now because I don't like Pirates of the Caribbean, Jerry. He's messing everything up.
0: Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telling me. Wait, wait. You're telling me if you yeah. have an option. To ride Pirates of the Caribbean with Gary. His name was Gary. If you have the opportunity to ride <laughs>
1: for Pirates of that. the Caribbean yeah. with
0: Gary, who's got his flash photography on and yeah. his video on in the front boat the entire time, right. versus you get the opportunity to ride Pirates of the Caribbean without Gary,
1: you're telling me that they're equal in your mind? No, I'm telling you that uh, riding it with Gary in person is better than watching it perfectly at home virtually and to, to me the, the difference is uh, I would rather be in the theater and take take some hits for that, some hits, than watch it at home in a perfect condition with perfect video with perfect sound. I'd rather be with the people even if they're a little rough. I, if I, would I
0: could ride Pirates of the Caribbean. That's not one of the options. 80, it's perfect, if, and, and, perfect no, because that's, that's what, what I'm options. talking about. If I could ride an 85% accurate recreation of Pirates of the Caribbean at home yeah. versus ride it with
1: Gary, yeah, that's I would take different. riding it at home every single time. Yeah. I would not, and I don't think it's 85%. I think the experience is less than that. Good. It's good to disagree. Let's move on. I'm a th- I'm a, I'm, I'm, I don't go to the theater a lot, but I really, really, really value that experience. I love little going little. to the theater. Doesn't sound under like the, it.
0: Under the right, under the right uh, um, environment. If it's the wrong it. environment, it is the worst experience ever. I went you feel and very saw. You feel very strong. We'll start an Indiegogo
1: to Listen, rent out theaters. For Scott Storm. saw
0: Dark Knight Yeah, and there was a kid, like a child, yeah. like a two-year-old, that was having a tantrum watching Dark Knight. Yeah, that's probably that child young. should not be in yeah, that theater to begin with. That movie, and that child and his parents ruined the experience of watching that movie for yeah. me. That's what I'm saying. I man. hear what
1: you're saying. I hear what you're saying.
0: I don't want that experience.
1: I know you don't want that experience. Good, good Bob Chapack
0: realizes I don't want that experience. Knows, either. knows he
1: knows that you've gone you've grown used to your sixty five inch uh, what is it nineteen what is it two thousand fifteen with your sixty five. He knows you've grown used to your eighty five inch six uh, k TV. Yeah, with yeah, and that you want that you want to know about the movie. Get psyched for the movie and then watch it at home. All right, now that I'm off my soapbox about theater goers. Yeah. Theater goers are the worst. Oh, they're the best. No, everybody, nobody. Everybody coming together to enjoy listen, experience. Listen, nobody's going to tell me that the theater
0: going experience at movie theaters is not a good experience.
1: Nobody's going to tell no, you that nobody's it's gonna
0: tell. Nobody's going to disagree that the theater going experience is not a good experience.
1: Nobody's going to disagree that there's a potential to have a bad experience.
0: And that it is more likely that you have a middle of the road to not great experience and you have a phenomenal experience.
1: Uh, that, yes, that having a disaster and having a phenomenal experience are at, at the opposite ends of the bell curve. Yes. There's a mid, and I like the mid. I like the mid. It's okay. Oh, it's okay if a kid's a screaming. It's okay if a kid guy's checking his phone. Mike, how's, how's work going? Movie's going good. How's work going? You just checking in? Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, no, I'm just watching a movie right now. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's okay.
0: <laughs> I've actually heard that conversation.
1: Yeah, really? Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs>
0: no, it's not okay, dude. No, it's not. I'm it's trying to watch it. I don't think right it now.
1: started yet. I, th- I think we're still in the trailers. Oh, no, no, it's okay. No, it's, it's fine. The movie's just starting. It's okay. No, <laughs> not everybody knows the 20 minute rule. Nothing happens in the movie for 20 minutes. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Are we in your living room right now? Like, I've had yeah. these experiences. That might have been me. It probably was
1: you. Yeah. Oh, all right, what's next, Mr. Storm? Is it cookie time yet? Because I've been staring at these cookies and I'm a little hungry.
0: Should we talk about how uh, oh, how to should. improve uh, Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. Let's go through. Are w- we doing Marvel this episode? Yeah, we are. Okay. WDWinfo.com. Uh, had an article g- giving suggestions of how to improve the Galaxy's Edge experience. Great. I've we're got gonna my do, ideas myself. Let's we're going to do five it. minutes on this. Okay, great. Okay,
1: I want, I want to get
0: your reaction to what you think. I oh. have not been to Galaxy's Edge. You have been to Galaxy's
1: Edge. I can Edge. expertly comment on this. I've been there more than once. I think okay. I've been there more than, more than twice. I'm, I know you have. I took a work call in line for the Falcon's uh, run. Took a work meeting. And he's like, how many kids do you have? And I'm like, no, nah, just just the two. And he's like, there's a lot of kids. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm at Disney. <laughs> like, can everybody be quiet? Hold on, I'm, I'm on a on work a meeting. Hall. So you're not at the office today? I mean, define office. If the Millennium Falcon's the office, <laughs> then I am at work today.
0: You don't have okay. this article.
1: I do have this article. Yay! Let's okay. do it. Give me, give me. Changes. Smugglers Run.
0: Here's a suggestion. All right. Improve Smugglers Run by giving guests enter the cockpit, and they have a half a minute to vote on their choice of several different missions to choose from. And then they fly that mission.
1: Um. Yes, different missions to fly on. Yes, the voting thing. I. I think that that's not necessary. Just make it random. Just make it random. Yeah, but di- different, different. But things. definitely different missions. Definitely different. One hundred percent. Definitely different missions. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely make it random. Yeah. The other problem with, with, with that ride, though, is that because it's gamified, because there's an element, in, yeah. you're not 100% concentrating on the experience. You're concentrating on what am I supposed to be doing? What's happening on the screen? Can when you, you, you just ask to not play the game? I believe you can. I yeah. think that th- I would actually probably prefer that. Yeah. Just like, let me not play the game. See, that's a bold improvement. Let's get rid of the gaming thing and just make that movie awesome. Yeah. Because it is an awesome experience and the cockpits are great. You can flip all the switches great. you want. It's, yeah. Right? Yeah. You can flip switches. Switch, is want, but they do this thing I call is uh, mode mixing where you're mixing uh, themed, inter- like riding a ride, mm-hmm. watching a movie, and playing a game. That's too many modes to mix at once. People aren't sure what mode they're supposed to right. be eating So in. how are they supposed to enjoy themselves when you're mixing all those oh, The brain doesn't know what to focus right. on. So ask anybody that's gone on Smuggler's One once to describe any scene on there. They, they won't be able to do it accurately. I don't know. I was just waiting for the button to flash. Yeah, so I was waiting for the it. button flash, and I wanted to make sure I did good. I didn't know what was happening. I was trying to figure this out. Right. And so it's, it's a weird mix-up of modes. So I think... I think having a uh, having a time where you're not playing a game, it's just a really good movie. I'm kind of into that. Yeah, interesting. Star Tours is like, hey, uh-uh. Uh, we've already done that. Uh, that's mine. Excuse no, us. No, 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 no. Hold. Wait, wait, hold on. So, are we gamifying Star Tours then? Yeah, everybody gets duck hunt and they run du- a duck hunt overlay. Everybody has a light gun <laughs> yeah, and you're over- shooting the asteroids
0: as they're coming. Tell me that's
1: you. not dope though. You turn Star Tours into a light gun event. Everybody gets 3D goggles and a light gun, and it's just like space is messed up. How fun! Done it. I think we've done it. <laughs> that's rad. Okay, next. Uh, and more entertainment in the rooftops of Bat 2. Absolutely.
0: Basically saying have interactions, have. Uh uh, you know, have spies that are uh, doing things up in the uh, sure. uh, up in the rooftops, and
1: I think that's a better place to then do them on the ground. When they're on the ground, they cause congestion yep. and photo ops and all that stuff. So I think it does need more. Th- it does need more. It needs more characters on the ground. I was gonna say, does it mean, meet- Oh yeah, okay. Just nondescript characters, yeah. nothing that you like. I've already seen a bunch. It should just feel a little bit denser of characters. But then rooftop stuff, yeah, fantastic. Do some yeah, just see stuff. some action going on up there. Raise raise the eyes up a little bit. Yeah. It's already like it's a little bit of a monotone ish land. Anyways, so yeah. get it up into the sky i think that'd be great yeah next uh more music different music offerings in too. so you have dj rex but in addition
0: to dj rex you have you know actual bands that are coming to play we we pitched this with yeah. our uh we like theme parks friends we were talking about having a uh, halix come back and actually integrating halix into two right, right or having the uh, jefferson starship players from the yeah. disney uh or from the star wars holiday special come and play so that type of thing like yeah having an amphitheater band i think that's
1: so, fine i don't I would trade that for this. I don't I don't I think the magic of Galaxy's Edge is being able to walk around with your family and see something that doesn't look like it is anything yeah. and having it be something. So you're like, well, there's some crates over there with some like droids and stuff. That's nothing. And then you go over and there's actually a pretty well thought out show with really stuff. And there's a little bit of that, but there's not a lot of that, like, oh, this is a thing that happens randomly. It's not even set on a timer so that people can plan for it. It's just every between every fifteen and thirty eight minutes. Uh, this little thing happens over here and just exploring Galaxy Edge and seeing that it's alive that this is a yeah. l- living place right. I would trade that for more bands and more music I think there's you would trade that for more yeah bands. I, I would trade lots more interaction lots more of just walking around and observing this oh, oh I, this, see. This, this, I see this real you would world would rather
0: have this sort of like the real world thing than like yeah there, there's things there's spinning part. on rooftops yeah.
1: uh, things making noise weather things doing stuff robots doing things a trade happening so somebody you know sort of a, a junk trader right. coming through for more life in the park I would trade that for for more music yep. i don't I don't find music to be lacking really i like the
0: idea of having a band in there but i agree if it's sort of like a mutually exclusive thing you can either get more ambient yes. interactivity versus ambient interactivity yeah.
1: amp that up more
0: I, I think that's you know i think of like toontown for example like one of the things i love about toontown was the
1: ambient yeah interactivity yeah right? especially like in the houses
0: right yeah okay uh storyteller having an actual storyteller uh either a character that is telling uh, the story of what's happening in Batu that day, maybe getting people to come up, sort of like. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah, you know, pass on it entirely. Yeah. yeah, no interactivity, like not getting kids up to 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 portray. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. But. Nah. All right. How about uh, additional food vendors uh, coming in for special food events? Maybe like a traveling. Uh,
1: that yeah, uh, traveling walkthrough, through. Yeah, that that. I don't know. Like I think a, the food, like is, a food cart that's coming through, or maybe like a like some sort of intergalactic food truck, that I feel comes like the. For the no, day. I don't need that right now. The food is underplayed in there already. There's yeah. already opportunity for that. The stuff in in the cantina. Uh, that menu needs to get changed out. I, I, I think even like a little bit, you can get like a meat tray in there, which makes sense, but it's like, man, I think people want food, food in yeah. here. So I think that needs, and the Bronto, that that whole corridor where Ronto Bronto Roasters, Roasters is, and then the, whatever that little quick serve is there, yeah. that menu needs to be, I think, fixed. And I think that the Ronto Roasters needs to be expanded. And then the popcorn thing's a little weird. What do you think
0: about throwing an actual sit-down restaurant?
1: Yeah, no. I, like, I think they're supposed
0: to be. I think there is an expansion pad for an actual restaurant.
1: I, I would like that, and uh, if it somehow overlooked something else being interactive, right. like yes. so, it's dinner theater in the. But you're also able to like have the blue bio experience where you're watching an attraction, yeah. you're watching a line, you're watching a spaceport lo- loading. That's that's an hour and a half of my day right there. Yeah, I just want to sit and not walk, be in a very well themed Star Wars restaurant and watch stuff happen.
0: Yeah, that would be great. That would be amazing. Be great. Uh, last thing was a first—they call it a first-order recruitment center playground. Basically, saying there's not enough things for kids to do in this land, that is so true. come up with a playground for kids to play. Maybe you're maybe you're playing in inside the remnants of a giant adat or something. That's my suggestion. They didn't make that suggestion, but something I like, like, I like
1: that. I like the I like the I like the remnants of the giant adat. You feel like playgrounds are below? They had a playground in Toontown next to the Goofy's Slurpy uh, RV. It's very small. It was a you know it was like. Chippendale's playground or well, something. Was, I, I was going to say all of Toontown's a playground. You get the I mean, house like a, and... Yeah, they had like a formal like play area. Oh, right. And yes. uh, Kennedy got like bark thrown at her face there one time. I was like, I don't like Toontown anymore. <laughs> I'm like, you should go to the theater. People in the theater are nice. They're people terrible. Here, people here are awful. I'd rather watch a movie at Chippendale's treehouse than like, go into a theater. I feel like a climb-through playground ad-ad is so COVID not happening that I almost can't process that right yeah, now. Yeah, I know,
0: but get past that. Okay, get past if I could that.
1: get past that, do I want these structures that every kid's play on? I do agree that there's not enough for kids to do there. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Is you are you a bad dad if you say you don't love playgrounds? Like there's just sort of this like. No, I don't think so. I, I just wonder
0: whether or not you need one in Galaxy's Edge. All that's playgrounds
1: a seem to be full combat these days. There, or...
0: there are no playgrounds at Disneyland with the. Ex- I mean that's what Tom Sawyer's Island
1: exists to be. So I just sort of say well, I want to we'll play, play the with my. I wanna, I want to do that stuff with my kids. And yeah. so if the playground is this thing where I as a parent stand away, let my kid go into full combat mode, right. and I just watch that happen, and then I'm like I don't even really see them anywhere. Are they still in Galaxy's Edge. Where did my kid go? Right. Then I'm not into that. If it's a thing that we can walk through together. Uh, than I, than I do. Then I'm into that. I'm more in favor of just
0: bring the Jedi Training Academy over to Batuu. That's what they should do if they yeah. want to engage more kids.
1: Spy training academy. Yeah, or right. Like a rooftop dancer training academy or a I DJ. About, I don't know about that. Rooftop oh, dancer. I don't know about that. I'm fine with it. DJ academy. That's what you need. Then they get to actually mix. DJ
0: like the character from uh, the. Uh, full full <laughs> House. Last Jedi. Is that what you mean? No, Where they no. teach you how to play stuff. And goes, yeah. Hey, no, no. From Full House. It's like how to live in San Francisco. And
1: and stuff like that. That's what it is. I was thinking of a Full House training camp. Where they teach you how to be John Stamos? No, DJ. Oh. Finally,
0: <laughs> he did it. Everyone, all right. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back. We're finally gonna talk about
1: Marvel. Yay!
0: Our experiences. and- Marvel uh, in March.
1: Marvel in March. Mostly, mostly Marvel in March. That way, we can do Ray and the Dragon. It's cookie time. Yes, it's cookie time. Grab your friends and get in
0: line. We're having snickerdoodles and chocolate chips.
1: What time. Oh, time is it? Scott storm. Oh yes, it's cookie time. Oh, what time is it? It's got storm. Oh yes, it's cookie time. Are there any words to the song? No, there isn't. That's okay. We like the ones you came up with. Thank you for the cookie! <laughs>
0: All right, tell me about these cookies, man. Uh, we got some uh, oatmeal, some Give homemade oatmeal one. chocolate oh, chips. Yeah, did you oat- get the big one?
1: Yeah, you know oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. I'm not oatmeal, An oatmeal-based cookie is my favorite kind of cookie. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, you're right. We're not allowed to talk. No, we're
0: not allowed to talk. You cannot record us eating cookies.
1: I am recording us eating cookies. Then you Don't have to get put get far,
0: it. You can't be that close to the mic. Were
1: you, were you upset that I gave the last chocolate chip cookie to uh, just some employee? That I blessed somebody with a cookie. Straight you, seem, up. you
0: seemed upset. Straight up. Yeah. I told my wife, mm-hmm. I was like, you will not believe what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you will not believe what Aaron did. He's gone off. He's gone. That's what off I, the said. Reservation. I was like, he's crazy. I offer the last cookie, chocolate chip cookie, to Aaron, and Aaron goes around and he offers it to someone else. What a terrible human being! And she's like, what's wrong with that? I'm like, because it was the last cookie. It was the so it last... meant for him.
1: Yeah. <sighs> oh man. What are you going to do when she sees you wearing a Bobsleds and Banthas t-shirt, <laughs> listens to the show, <laughs> and is he are they talking about me? No, no, no it was someone <laughs> so else. That, it was at your other job. You'll never believe what Scott Storm actually does for a living, but I will tell you, since he's not in the room right now, if you've ever been to a miniature golf course, uh, like a Scandia, or I don't know what you guys have, like a golf and stuff, a Golfland, a uh, golf, golf, and golf. Put, put. A put putt if you've ever been to one of those places they have the, the like race cars, uh, Scott is the guy that uh, rides on the side of your race car and directs you back in when you're when you're over your limit. That is actually what his day job is. It's true. We call him the we call him race car wrangler. Sometimes we call him race car wrangler Scott. Sometimes we just call him Scott the Wrangler. The thing
0: is like a lot of people when you jump on the side of the of the go kart. And you take over the wheel. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, you lean over, you get your hand on it. Yeah, you're you like get, your your ride's over, buddy. Uh, yeah. I gotta guide you in. Like you have to work the gas, but yeah. You don't like people get really they get really territorial about that. I would imagine because they're, they're used like, to well, I, you. I, well, I've just been controlling. What this do you thing work for, here for? Six laps, yeah. eight laps, whatever it is. You know, in, in the day. Yeah. And they get like really irritable and you're like, hey, "Yes, yeah, I'm guiding that. you in and do not ram the cart that's in front right. of you. Do Slow not down, ram. come to a stop.
1: Like I can't reach in there and work the gap." Because pedal the thing is, you. I'm
0: not I'm not strapped in. So if they ram that thing, flying. I'm flying.
1: I think then that that is why the one season you wore the helmet, the red helmet with the the thing that came out of the side, the air—I don't know what it was. You looked like a spaceman. It was a snorkel. <laughs> it was a snorkel yeah. because of the water feature in the middle. You were really worried about going into that. That's so odd. I agree. Listen, you go in there one time, and then that's enough.
0: Yeah, because the bumper boats are in there, and that's the crazy thing. That's like, true. Because then you're going into water that's like it's like diesel water, yeah, and then the people no are good. just you flying all any over anymore. you. No,
1: so Scott's d- day job, which has been rough, I guess. I mean, it's been rough with COVID, but they're still running those carts out at out at golf and putt putt putt. It's outdoor. Right. So they can do it. It's it's distance. I got to wear a mask, but But you were already fine. wearing a half helmet anyways.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now I just wear the full face mask. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. And the snorkel. <laughs> the snorkel. And, and, then the, and so there's the, no, the, the fins, and the little fins. Wearing. Yeah, there's no
1: moisture droplets that are coming in at the snorkel. You're totally protected. So if you want to see Scott in an in actual... Come visit me if you want. Yeah, go out to golf and putt, putt, putt. That's right. And check out, get check out the 25, race it's $25 wristband.
0: It's twenty five dollars for a wristband, twenty four
1: ninety nine for. Twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> get any you food with that? They get like a popcorn. Day, no, they don't get a popcorn. But Magnet. You, you can ride as many times as you want. Oh, you get when you're done. You guide them in. They get right back in line. Then go back. Yeah, you, you have to go back through the queue. Right. Fun. But- talk about marvel
0: let's talk about Marvel. i'm so excited okay do you want to steer this conversation i sure. feel like i mean i'll try i feel like you should steal that conversation for part of it specifically the marvel comics part of okay. it i'm interested in hearing you know what your exposure to marvel is i'm interested in taking this wherever you want to take it eventually we'll end up with marvel and theme parks
1: yeah Um, So I think we both read comic books, and I'd like to hear from you how how you got started in in that. When I was, I think, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 comic book stores became something that I could actually go to. Before that, they were I don't, I don't know if there were just not a ton of them, but it seemed like when I was about 11, 12, 13, there seemed to be comic books, kind, comic book stores kind of everywhere, and I thought, oh, I really want to get into this. And so I'd go to comic book stores, and it's the, here's the thing. It, the Marvel comics, the superhero comics, were not interesting to me. And I don't know why that is, but I was much more interested in, like, Spider-Ham, the, like, mm-hmm. parody ones, Yeah, and, like, Gru and Madballs and just— Madballs? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man, that just, is the 80s. Yeah, I was just—I was into that stuff. I don't know what it was about the superhero. Heroes and I really wanted to like it. This is really me being like a lame kid of like peer pressure. I want like you to, wanted to like Marvel. Comics, I wanted but you to like Marvel it. comics. So I remember my dad uh, was coming home and he needed to stop at the store to get something. And I said, "Will you buy me a comic book at like thrifties or whatever? They have yeah. these racks, these like metal spinner racks that yep. have the comic books in them. Will you just get me a comic book? And what was it? And he got me a Spider Man. He got me a Spider Man comic book. Uh, that had this, this tough looking dude on a motorcycle on it. And it just, it looked gritty. Uh, and I just remember it made me feel uncomfortable. Like it, it felt older than like what I was. Adult. Yeah. It was too yeah, adult. It yeah. felt kind of violent. I just, I remember as a, as a was kid. Was it Punisher? Do you know if it was the Punisher? I don't think it was. Okay. Um, and so I didn't read it and I was, I was upset that he got me this comic book, like that he didn't <laughs> know a me. Lot, <laughs> Yeah. I was, I was kind of like, I don't, I don't like, this is not for me. I'm not into like this grit and this superhero thing. It's just not what I like. And it, I don't know, it ended up meaning so much to me that, that, that he would stop, get me a comic book, not really know what I was into. I didn't know what I was into, um, that I actually like started looking for that comic book years later. I'm like 20 years Hmm. later, 22 years later. I was like, I don't know much about it. I don't remember what the cover looked like. I just remember it was gritty. There was a motorcycle guy and I looked for years and probably four years ago I found it. Oh really? What was it? Uh, I don't know the exact name of it now. I do have it at home. It's framed at home. and i I, I bought I bought a copy of it and finally read this comic book that my dad bought me. 25 years ago, I finally read it as a 40-something-year-old adult and then framed it and hang it as just sort of like— Who was a mot- motorcycle character? Just... He was just a villain. Oh, he was, okay. Yeah, he was, just, he was just a villain. Part of it, it was part of a series, I remember, and uh, he, he was just sort of a villain. And so I've always had trouble, like, attaching to superheroes. So even now when I read comic books, I read more books from Image and IDW mm-hmm. and, and Boom and stuff like that. I'm really into Jeff Lemire and anything that he writes. But I don't know a ton about the superhero— Arcs, and yeah. I, I try to get into them on a regular basis. Even for the show, I started trying to read uh, Immortals and yeah. uh, stuff like that. To be, and I just, I just have a hard time with with the superhero part of comic books. And I don't know why. Why that is. I like when Kevin I like do like Kevin Smith's really dialogue heavy, but I like when he did Dare the Daredevil run that yep. he did in the nineties or something, I don't remember. And then he did some black, uh, black, black black cat. Black cat and black Spider-Man. Cat. He did that. So I don't know, man. That that's just kind of my that's kind of my, my I still read comics to this day. Do you read Marvel? Do you have for the most part fallen out of reading Marvel? I when I read Marvel, it's because I'm still trying to go back to being twelve and yeah. get into superhero. And so I'll read these I'll, I'll regularly look up like what's the best way to get into Marvel? And they're like, All right, here's hundred and fifty books to get you Started, and I'm like, wow, right. this, is, this is a lot of stuff. And then there's people who have done amazing jobs of putting chronological lists in order. If you yeah. want to like really get it the way it happened, you got to find these books in this order and it just seems overwhelming to me and it seems like you have to be into the long haul and I'm really about a more indie story yeah. Uh, and that's why I like Jeff Lemire's his book Essex County, which is a graphic novel. This is about some – and Roughnecks uh, he wrote. This is, these are stories about some hard family stuff mm-hmm. and when I sit down to read graphic novels or comic books, that's what I'm interested in reading. So, but I know you to be a more a more superheroy comic book guy. Traditionally, yeah. I mean, I'm not a comic book reader very much. You anymore. have Comicsology on your iPad. It was one of the first I d- things I noticed about you. Was, was on the front page of your iPad, or it was in the first screen of your iPad. I was like, this guy's probably okay. Yeah, well, I'm glad you thought that way.
0: And yes, I do have Comicsology on uh, the first screen of my iPad. And so I have read comics that way. I enjoy yeah. reading comics that way, but. I don't read a lot of comics. I certainly don't read the way I used to.
1: I, well, tell I, me about the, how that started. When, you, when do you first get into to becoming a comic book buyer on a regular basis?
0: Yeah, I can remember the first comic book I ever bought. And uh, and uh, just to say the quick story, um, I was up in Northport, Michigan, which is, uh, for those most people won't know where that is, but it's on the very tip of the Leelanau Peninsula. So Michigan looks like a mitten Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you're looking at your left hand and your thumb is on the right side, your pinky, the very tip of your pinky is the Leel- Leelanau Peninsula. Gotcha. There's a little uh, town up there called Northport. And so I spent. Sounds a- cute as a bug. Oh, my gosh. Is Northport it? Is oh, It's so awesome. Aww. Uh, and, and I spent uh, every summer and every winter up in Northport. Uh, we had a, a, a small cottage. Right. That was up there. This and isn't so where you
1: slept on the beach.
0: This is where I slept on the beach. Oh, it was wow. in Northport, yeah. So in the town of Northport, there was a place called the Corner Store. The that's like of, your
1: movie town. That's where you would go it, back to film a movie. It absolutely is. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, North I Port, love that.
0: Northport was um, two streets. Like The town of Northport was two streets. There was a main street and then two side streets that brought yeah. you into town and out of town. Very, very tiny. And, uh, and they had the Corner Store. And the Corner Store was this... It was like a, I don't know what you would call it. It's like a, a com, convenience store, I
1: guess. Yeah, it sort of like has five and dime kind of like a five and dime sundries and stuff.
0: Right, you could get ice cream there if you wanted to. You could pick up bug spray and band-aids you could buy kind of hardware you yeah. know that type of thing and so the corner store had a comic book rack yeah and i would and when my parents when usually my mom would go in for groceries and uh, and so when she would go into groceries i'd have my run of the town and she'd like say come back in an hour and so i'd always go over to the corner store and i would take a look at the comic book uh, comic books that they had in the racks there and the com- the magazines that sort of thing and i remember picking up my first comic book uh, at the corner store and it was Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number one oh seven. Okay, it was the uh, the origin of a of a villain called Sin Eater, okay. and uh, and I just remember the the cover of that comic book, uh, and I I think I may I even still have that comic, but that was the really? first comic that I ever bought and read, and it was Spider-Man, so I knew who Spider-Man was. I mean, you know, I grew up on Spider-Man, his amazing friends. My exposure to Marvel comics or Marvel comic heroes was through. Car, the cartoons at the time that were done by... I think it was... Was it Hanna-Barbera or Filmation? Something like that. I can't yeah. remember. It wasn't Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera. Barbera, whoever up. was doing the, the uh, animation at that time. So that was my exposure to uh, Marvel Comics. And my first comic was Peter Parker 107. And He's then, in the dark
1: uniform, it looked like.
0: Uh, no, it was before... It was before... He's in
1: his red and blues?
0: I think he was in his red and blues, huh. yeah. My, my memory... Maybe it wasn't. Hold on. Now I gotta take a look. Let's take a look. Oh no, you're right. Yes, he was in his he was in his uh, his black suit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and so he was in his black suit, which also sort of lines up with the next comics that I got. Yeah, the next comics I got were Secret Wars. Uh huh. And Secret Wars was a event series where all of the. Villains and all the heroes were brought to, I think it was a place called Battle World, yeah. By a, a character named the Beyonder, and they were made to fight each other. Why
1: did you like this? Why do you like why Why are you liking to read comics now? Is it the fantasticalness of it, the worlds, the drama, the art? Uh, are you a good reader at this point? Are you reading regular size novels? What What is it about that is attractive to you about comic books? I think everything you just identified was yeah? probably it. It was
0: the art, it was the stories, it was the louder than life characters, that type of thing. Okay, yeah. I was reading up and into to college, uh, and, and I, I was falling off of Spider-Man. I was sort of reading Spider-Man, but then I moved over to Star Wars a little bit. So I was reading a lot of different comics and then eventually I just lost interest. Like I just whole cloth lost interest in reading comics. I think partially because I was just doing other things. And, uh, you know, at least when you and I were growing up, you had your local comic book store. Yeah. And if you had a membership at that comic book store, you would get a, a pull, Uh, And and basically write down for me. And it was a write down all the all the. Uh, titles that you I wanted won pulled, for pull every yeah. month yep. and they would save it for me. And then I go in once a month and buy all my comics and yeah. or twice a month or whatever it was. And I think because I started moving around so much, like I didn't have my local comic book store anymore. Yeah. And it's a feat to keep up with all a a that stuff. It's a feat to keep up with it. And then they just started jacking the prices up on all of it. Yeah. So before you could buy a comic for like a buck 25 and now I think it's like $5 for an issue.
1: It is $4.99 for an issue. And I've timed myself reading. Uh, I read the entire Walking Dead series right. when it came out. I read yep. all of that. Uh, and so I timed myself reading just because is this in, like, how much am I really paying for the value exactly. I'm getting? And I, I finish a standard comic book, not a graphic novel or anything different, but a standard one I finish in about eight minutes, right. I think. And that's five bucks for eight minutes of story. Uh, And so for me, uh, you know, I have to I have to read issue one to see if I like it. And then I wait. You have to wait for the volume or the trade paper to come out or or the volume to come out, which is usually the first five episodes or six episodes or 10 episodes. And you can get that at a decent price. Um, But keep going if you're still talking about comics. No, that was exactly the the same place I was at where I was just
0: taking a look at the amount of money that I was spending on comics for the amount of time of my entertainment. And you take a look at that, and you just go. And it, listen, I get it. Like writing comic books, drawing comic books, that is a lot of the artistry labor.
1: that goes into that is no joke. So
0: much labor in that. But comics in comics now the amount of writing that's in a comic now is very different than it was in the seventies yeah. and eighties, like seventies and eighties, very verbose, like right. lots of dialogue, lots of exposition. Yeah. It's not so much that anymore. It's a lot more action oriented, which of, is good. I mean, I think there are really good things about it, but again, if you're taking a look at the price per page, like for me, it's just, it's just not the enter, my entertainment dollars are just not, I don't yeah, want to put my entertainment really, dollars toward
1: <clears that. throat> when it's, When it's really panel-driven and you're getting a lot of, like, spreads and stuff like that, which took forever to create, but you look at them, you flip through them, and then you move on to the next thing, and that is why I I tend to gravitate towards volumes and graphic novels where I'm going to spend a lot of time. So I'll read trade
0: paperbacks now and things like that or graphic novels where they're collected and so I can read them all in one go, but I don't read regularly anymore. However— and I think this is where we're sort of going. Is like I still have an affinity for those characters. Yes, and I still love Marvel characters. I love DC characters, but really, it, it it I used as a kid growing up, I was always a Marvel Marvel kid. Make my Marvel, right? Yeah. And then as I got into college, it was like, oh, I'm more into DC. But now I've swung back to Marvel. Like I just love the Marvel characters. I think they're more accessible for kids as well. For sure. And so, like, I'm sharing Marvel characters. They have characters a rounder quality to them. Yeah they're just brighter, right? Yeah. I mean, Marvel is brighter than DC ever has been. Yeah. And so I, they just feel more family-friendly that way. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, with the advent of the Marvel Cinematic Universe coming out in 2008 with Iron Man, now I feel like I can... Like, there's an entry point for me back into the Marvel Universe, and it's not in comics. It is in the movies, but I can, I can appreciate the comics while enjoying the movies. Yeah, that's one of my...
1: One of my issues and why I read the types of books that I read is that it used to be when you read a comic book, that was the only place you could ever see that kind of story. You couldn't couldn't write it in a novel. You couldn't put it on the screen. So the comic was this really – this sort of like uh, siloed area of fantasy. And so now I gravitate towards books that I know like, dude, this will never get made into a movie. It's too out there. It's too whatever. It's too violent or it's too weird. There's just not a market for this. This is the only place this is ever going to exist. And then you always get – not bummed when they make it into a movie, but they they are, they do start to start to reach down into the more fanciful stuff.
0: Oh, I I remember like in the heyday of me reading comics. Uh, this is before comic movies were really taking off, right. and I remember reading all these things and going like, there are so many stories that are happening. There's yeah. so many interesting characters, so much interesting hero and villain drama. Like I can't believe these aren't being mined for movies, right? And it seemed like it took about 20 years until that happened. I mean, granted, you had like. Batman in 1989, you yep. had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. You had these like pockets of uh, comic book storytelling. Yeah, and TV shows. They had and the TV, TV shows. shows. And you had Sam Raimi's Spider Man work, but it really didn't hit until Iron Man came out in 2008. And that was a very unlikely uh, movie to have come out, an unlikely superhero movie to come out that just blew up. Yeah. And then in 2009, Disney buys. Marvel, right, uh, and and then really leans into to Marvel itself. Yeah, do you have any thoughts on what the strategy of of Disney purchasing Marvel at that time, why they were interested in purchasing Marvel at that time? Yeah, I
1: don't. I mean, I don't know specifically. I think it is a ton of story, a ton of characters. There, I don't know why this is, but there is always been something very Disney about Marvel. It has that that shininess, the the roundness to it, so it makes sense for them. Uh, and I think maybe the demographic is uh, it is a, that's fans they couldn't have got through any other acquisition. I feel the same way about Star Wars. Is there's a lot of overlap, but those are a lot of new demographics to grow the Disney brand um, wider. And there's a ton of uh, toy and book and th- those things come with just huge tentacles of product yeah. and stuff. They're not they're not just these one purchase of this one thing. They they have their entire ecosystems of content and product. I think that's I think that's really the answer. You know, I I think Disney
0: had a marketing and consumer products hit when it comes to them developing the Disney princess brand. Yeah. And I think you see once the Disney princess brand and like Disney fairies and that sort of thing, like really start to generate a lot of profitability for them in terms of selling to little girls. Like the natural question is like, what's the analog for little boys? Totally. I think they leaned into pirates. Like they tried to do pirates and try to sort of maximize pirates for little boys. But really, if you take a look at the landscape of uh, you know, accessible characters, Matt, you know, for boys specifically, Marvel Comics is pretty much it. And it's so I think it it's, yeah. a, it's a natural. Before
1: then, it was a rotation of, of pirates, of uh, dinosaurs, of like right. space people. Yeah. And, and it was all a little bit generic. Uh, and maybe it was on the other side, too. I don't know. But um, I think they have like a nightlight policy, like when they're thinking about buying something like, well, can we turn this into a nightlight? Right. Like, totally. Then we're yeah. buying it. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, big and enough to have a nightlight. Light. We're getting this we're getting electric toothbrush. Totally, we can make every character into electric toothbrush. Go purchase that thing. How much do they want for it? So, well, what they wanted for it was four
0: point two four billion dollars. Wow, how does that uh, stack up against Star Wars? Pretty Star close. Wars was four point oh four, I think, is what it was billion dollars. Okay, but, of course, the difference there is that Marvel was a corporation, publicly traded corporation, right? And uh, and Lucasfilm was owned by a single person, right? So, uh, I mean, I. Again, I think I, – I take a look at $4.24 billion for Marvel and go like, yeah, that sounds about right. Whereas I think – it personally, I think it's a steal for – Star for Wars, Star for Wars, sure, Wars, all day you know? long. Especially because Marvel at that time, with the exception of uh, of Iron Man, like Marvel was pretty much on the rocks in a lot, in a lot of yeah. ways. Like they were filing for bankruptcy and uh, and they were not doing well financially. So Disney came in at the right time to – purchased them right before when they were starting to be on an upswing but right before they exploded and then disney obviously had helped with that explosion because of the marvel cinematic universe and that sort of thing my question for you is you 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 sort of alluded to already you said that marvel feels like a natural disney purchase yeah and i'm I'm interested to know why you why you feel that way
1: uh i think it's because of the the you know the Type of hijinks the the type of things that make the heroes deal with uh, are not always the of the, the more emotional dark. The, there is, seems to be more clear clear villain hero sort of relationship. Mm, yeah, right. I think. Um, I honestly, I hate to say, that, but I honestly think it's part of the logo. It just feels more. Oh, it feels yeah. I guess you're more right. Like um, Disney Um, to me, and I think that uh, Spider Man was a very it was a very likable, very relatable. Character sure. yep. that introduced people into that world. And so I don't know. It's a it I guess maybe it's not right to say that Marvel felt more Disney, just that DC does not feel Disney at all. Sure. And so Absolutely. maybe that's the right way to
0: say that. Absolutely. You know what's interesting when I was taking a look into this is that Eisner actually originally floated the idea of purchasing Marvel at one yeah, point. Yeah, good for him. He's smart. He was a smart guy. Very smart guy. And it was categorically panned by the Disney executive saying, like, no, that would end up tarnishing the brand. Like that yeah. would just it's too dark, it wouldn't work for us. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that, you know Ten years later, when Iger's there, he ends up saying like, "We're going to buy Marvel." And, uh, and what an original idea! <laughs> exactly, and it works out perfectly. The reception, I think, has been overall really good. I think people I think so, have really yeah. well, you know, well received Marvel in,
1: in as part of the Disney umbrella. Because continuing to publish media experiences in book and television and movie is a natural play for comic books. Right. It's when you start taking that into other places that have uh, have been. Uh, not a part of that ever, theme parks being the main one, uh, cruise ships, things that have never been yeah. touched by the superhero universe at all, those two things, uh, that I wonder, I think that's where you hear some of the criticism, some of the, well, what are, you, wait, what are your plans? What are you doing? Avengers Campus and things like that. Like, what are you really doing with this stuff? You want to make more movies? All day long, go for it. You want to put that new places? What places?
0: I I think you're right. And yet at the same time, like it does feel, it feels so natural in that aspect, in like, I nice. Kids want to go visit Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty, and they want to take pictures with them. Kids want to go visit Spider Man and Captain America and Captain Marvel. Like it just that does feel very obvious. I, I, sometimes I wonder whether or not Marvel fits really well under Disney, and I sort of vacillate back and forth. And to your point, like it does feel like large in life characters, heroes and villains. Like it does feel very naturally uh, the sort of bombastic storytelling and yeah. bright and vibrant storytelling that, that Disney's known for. That feels very natural. Then I start to think about like the meet and greet experiences, the experiences that families and children want to have uh, as superheroes and I think about myself growing up like oh my gosh if I could go meet Spider-Man that would have been amazing like if I could go on a Spider-Man ride incredible so in those aspects like does Marvel belong on a cruise ship like well I don't know can I go meet Black Panther can I go like shake hands and talk to Captain America because if I can do that then it makes sense in those areas
1: I've always had this question when you meet a princess or a prince what Point in their story, are you meeting them? Are you meeting them after the movie is over? It's uh, before conflict has happened, which is clearly not the case because some in some cases they would be babies or something like that, or in the midst Princess of their stories. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like it's clearly, yeah, not, I know what okay, you mean. It's just a funny idea. <laughs> it is, but uh, I've always wondered that, and so I'm. I'm, I'm I can give trying. you the answer. Okay, I mean, the, the answer is you're meeting them after the after their movie, right? And in that that area of happily ever after, correct. And so I wonder if that if that plays it all into the superhero meeting greet where there is no happily ever after there's constant conflict right i think that's the challenge when it comes to disney in the parks
0: yeah right is is
1: you, you, Did know, you kill anybody today yeah i killed some well, people today yeah
0: because marvel is just so it's constantly evolving you have thousands of issues right and so and multiple storylines that to be able to pinpoint that into one era has got to be really
1: challenging or one story arc uh, i was this Bad stuff happened. I confronted that bad stuff, and now I'm a hero on the other side, or I'm now right. uh, I'm now a prince on the other side, or I'm now... There's this clean narrative of uh, status quo, conflict... Uh, after status quo harmony uh, right. resolution in uh superheroes it's not uncommon for the hero to go through a dark trajectory Correct. to not ever have resolution to realize that the cost of of right is actually wrong or that there is a dark cost to get a good result and those things just so i've just always wondered like when they meet captain america i mean you're 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 meeting somebody that has like some issues and has done some stuff and and or at that <laughs> point is not a part of the marvel cinematic universe right yeah. i
0: mean like i think that's one of the The storytelling challenges that the Imagineers had to deal with when it comes to Avengers Campus, because Avengers Campus is supposed to be set in a timeline where Infinity War did not happen. Oh, okay. So they can preserve some of those characters, right, Right. that are no longer part of the uh, MCU. I'm being specifically vague right now because I know my kids are listening to oh, it, right on. and not all of them have experienced the entire uh, Infinity War saga yeah. yet. So, but you know, they're they're basically saying this exists outside of the timeline we've established in the movies, yeah. so that we can have these types of experiences. Timeline, got it. I think that it's going to be really challenging in some aspects because. A guest is bringing in their own experiences into this experience that you've created. Right, yeah. And they are filling in the storyline that they know so that when they go encounter a character who is dead in one timeline but they are existing – they're now going to be talking about those things that happen in this timeline, which that character oh, is not like going to be able to green? respond to. Oh, right. That's so fascinating.
1: Right. It's like, uh, yeah, like living history. So right. But, 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 but alternate, but like alternate a revisionist history, history. alternate history. Hey, what was it like when you when you met Thanos? Like, I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's right? so but, odd. Yeah. And so I, I think it'll be interesting to see how Disney approaches those yes, types would, of, uh, yeah, of challenges. Yeah, I never really thought about that before. I was just more thinking of the like, you know, you're shaking hands with somebody that's not like a, the, the, you know, I wouldn't let you well, hang sorry, out with this. What, what are you saying? I'm saying like you know Iron Man, my favorite my favorite comic book yeah, superhero right? of that. Keep going. I mean, he was an arms dealer. He's got some, I think, alcohol. Oh, right. Problems. Like you wouldn't want them to hang out with Iron Man, anyways. I'm just saying like if yeah, if I'm looking for a babysitter, I think Prince probably Charming's just, probably fine. Probably Prince Charming. he's a great babysitter. <laughs> is he okay? Good. I'm glad babysitter.
0: to hear that. Have uh, you seen him with a sword too? Is he good? He's got mad swords. Oh, skills. I did not. I know Cinderella I know. three. Chopping oh, yeah, heads right. off whenever he wants. That. I've seen
1: that. Well, oh, now, yeah, yeah He's now a protector. I'm not so sure. So, yeah, I know that was my question. That was not my question. Those was my thoughts about superheroes in the park. Is they're a little bit different than resolved stories where they're not going to go make a Cinderella 8 that undoes everything right. and has some sort of wipe effect where it's like, you know, Cinderella was never even really a thing. And they're not going to do that. They're going to leave some of that intact so that you meet the character in their resolution.
0: I, I think that is very challenging. Yeah. And I'm
1: I'm curious to see how they meet that
0: challenge especially as they develop Avengers Campus. The other thing that I think is going to be interesting is how they meet that challenge because Disney is not the only one that can use Marvel characters in theme parks. It's so weird.
1: There was like a right time to buy Marvel and maybe Disney didn't buy it at the right time. If they could have picked any year in the world to buy Marvel, maybe they didn't pick the right year. Not that they had a choice, but there are, there are some years that would have been better to buy Marvel. Certainly
0: than- buying it in the Eisner era uh, probably would have been optimal for them yeah, because right? they could From have a they had the exclusive licensing right to... Uh, to have Marvel in the parks but as it exists there is a uh, an agreement that Marvel has with Universal Studios the original uh, deal was made with MCA who owned Universal at that point yeah uh, to be able from to from the beast boys uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You owned a lot. Good
1: for him. Good Yeah. For him. Did, did some good I mean, stuff. he's not with us
0: anymore, so right. which is the reason why MCA it, no longer has a licensing gotcha. uh, agreement. Now it's uh, it's with uh, Comcast. Right. So, uh, so, Adam Yao from the BC Boys <laughs> yeah. uh, had the exclusive right to use Marvel in theme parks. Yeah, on uh, stage and
1: in theme on parks. On stage and in theme Just parks. Just didn't exercise it ever.
0: That's right. He didn't exercise it, and but he did end up uh, giving that right over to uh, Comcast
1: Universal. <laughs> Good. I get to ask you some questions at some point in time because it's really complicated, and I got a lot of ideas of things I want to do with Marvel characters. Yeah.
0: So let's set the stage really quick. So it.
1: there is this master licensing agreement
0: between Marvel Comics and Universal. Yeah. That lays out the rights and abilities for Universal to use Marvel characters in their theme parks. Okay. And also sets up very specific restrictions. Uh, About how Marvel can license the name and the characters and the superheroes for Marvel characters to other places. Right. So Disney, even though they own Marvel, They're not free to do whatever they want with Marvel characters in their theme parks. Yeah. But they can do some things in some theme parks and can't do it in other theme parks. Yeah. And it's all based on this thing called the Master Licensing Agreement between Marvel and MCA. You can look it up on uh, Google if you want. There's a a copy of it on the SEC website where you can review the general terms of this license. Let me ask you
1: about this weirdness before I get into my questions when I play Disneyland here in a second. Right. But – but in this scenario so our, so our listeners understand disney disney the owner of marvel correct c- cannot do certain things with with the marvel characters cuz the license to that is owned by universal studios or U- universal but universal's paying for the, the right to that license and they're paying disney correct that's so weird it's
0: so weird when you think about it because universal has marvel superhero island at islands of adventure in, yeah. in orlando which means they're paying a licensing right and they have this right to use these characters in perpetuity. Until and perpetuity translated for our younger forever. listeners, forever. It means forever. They can use it forever. Unless they stop as, paying. As less, unless they stop paying. And as long as they don't breach the agreement somehow, which means that they treat the characters in a way that Marvel says, that's, that's a problem. That's right. a deal breaker for us. So as long as they handle the characters with care, whenever they make changes to the characters – Marvel has to allow them to keep using the characters, right. which means. Universal is paying Disney for the right to use Disney's characters, which Disney cannot use. Which in Disney some cases. cannot use in some cases. All right, let's talk it's about it. It's bananas. It Aaron. is bananas. Aaron. It's bananas. Stationary bananas.
1: Stationary bananas. All right. So I'm Disney. Yes, you are. I'm Mr. Disney. I'm Disney, and I guess what? Wait, I, I th- are,
0: are you? Ooh. Are you Reggie from uh, from marketing? I am all of Disney, but Reggie oh, speaking. Yeah, okay, but I'm all Disney, and I just bought and, and Marvel. I'm, and I'm playing Brett with one team. Hey, Brett.
1: Uh, Reggie. Made a great purchase this weekend. I bought Tell Marvel. Me. Marvel, the comics company. You've heard of them? Bought the whole I've thing. I've never heard of them before. Well, they make comic books. They make Spider-Man, everything. You know, Thor. like Archie Comics? I've read Archie Comics before. It's like Archie Comics, but with lightning. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. Missing. So I bought no, the whole thing. I love. Got this. a great idea. You know, we have uh, we got uh, cruise ships. We got Disneyland. We already had comic books. Remember, we put Dad uh, D- Donald Duck out there and Mickey comic books. Right. I said lightning. These have lightning and hammers in them. Oh, okay. And yeah, we have,
0: there's a lot so, of. Them. We don't have many hammers in our
1: comics. Well, okay. Well, I bought the whole thing. I bought all of Marvel. Here's my idea. You know how like uh, like Disney made Disneyland. Yes. Uh, what Walt did. I was thinking we make Marvel Land. Can, okay. Can, can, I, can I can I start a theme park named Marvel Land? And where do you plan on putting this Marvel Land? I'm gonna put it in Florida. Uh, no, you can't do that. But I just bought Marvel.
0: R- right. I understand. We have an agreement uh, with Universal Studios, which is located in Florida. And Universal Studios has the exclusive right to be able to use
1: both the term Marvel and certain Marvel families in their theme park. not so, every Marvel. So family. I can't I own Marvel. I can't open Marvel Land in Disney. Can I call it? Avengers Land uh, in Florida? In Florida. That's a great question. I love the way you're thinking because you can't call it
0: Marvel Land, and so you're thinking, why don't I call it Avengers Land? Yeah. The problem there, uh, Reggie, is that the Avengers yeah. is part of one of the families Uh-oh. of characters that we have licensed to Universal. So uh, Avengers, calling it Avengers Land would
1: not would, would, would be in violation of our licensing right, agreement. So I can't call Universal. it Marvel Land. Can't call it Avengers Land. No, you can't. Uh, I call it Fantastic Four Land. uh, Oh, really? uh, Nobody
0: even cares about that. Really love to be able to say yes on this one, but uh, Fantastic Four actually happens to be one of the named families. Uh, that we have licensed to Universal. Actually, I don't know if you know this. I don't. Uh, but they are. Called, I just bought
1: the thing. I <laughs> don't know anything about
0: they're it. They're called the first Marvel Family Fantastic Yikes. Four. So no, uh, and and they also there's a there's a Doctor Doom ride that they just put up. Uh, and so at uh, Disneyland? Uh, no, uh, well, Disney no, 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 World. not <laughs> at Disneyland. No, there's a uh, there's a uh, Doctor Doom ride over at uh, Islands of Adventure that is owned by Universal. And so you could see, you could, see,
1: you could see. Oh buddy. my goodness! You could
0: see, you, you could. See. You could see how that'd be confusing.
1: That would be I'm trying to figure out Would way. you like to try again? Yeah, I would like to try again Oh yeah. No, this is great. You're gonna love this. I can't wait. Oh yeah. Uh, You've had some great ideas so far. Oh, this one you're gonna love. I'm sorry so far. You're gonna love this yep, one. Yeah, I can't wait. It's fantastic. Uh bought Marvel. Yes, you did. Congratulations. One of the characters of Marvel everybody loves this character, Spider Man. You've heard of Spider Man. Everybody I, knows Spider Man? I'm familiar with Spider Man. So I have this theme park in California, Disney's California Adventure. You probably have I've seen it at least in your training videos when you went through legal training. They probably showed it to you. You probably saw Polaroids of it. I. This is one in California. Yeah. The, themed on California. Yes, exactly. It's in California, themed by California, it's visited by Californians. Is that the one that looks like a postcard? Yep. I'm going to put a ride in there. Okay. You're going to love it. It's a Spider-Man ride. Yep. It's good so far?
0: I love it. Okay, great. It's the only thing so is uh,
1: the Spider-Man movie I like is uh, Into the Spider-Verse, so yep. I'm going to put all those characters in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, okay. I own Spider-Man. Brett, uh, right?
0: Okay, so uh, this is a good idea. Mm. I like, I like the way you're thinking. It's about a great this.
1: idea when you think about uh, it. We
0: are allowed to use Marvel over in California. Oh, I we my- just can't call it Marvel. Uh, first of all, okay, we can't call so it Marvel. Close. Uh, but we are able to use Marvel in Di- Marvel characters in Disneyland. We are able to use... Now, is this is this in production right now? Yeah. Okay. That's Spider-Man cre- ride with Into the Spider-Verse characters.
1: That's the really noir, important. Sp- yeah.
0: Because if uh, because somebody else is using Spider-Man over in Hollywood, we would not be able to use that. Oh, wow. Really? That's correct. Oh, but man. But thankfully, we've beat Universal to the punch. We're using Spider-Man. So we can use <sighs> Spider-Man at California Adventure. Now, you're asking about using Into the Spider-Verse characters. Yeah, I love
1: characters. all those characters. Uh, Spider-Ham is in there even. Uh, Peter right. Right. I love it. I'm going to put all them in the, in the movie in, in Disneyland because, I mean, I own them.
0: Are they the same depictions of the characters as we see in the movie? I'm going
1: to actually cut footage from the movie yeah, that's, in there because that's I own be a...
0: Spider-Man. So, I know we've been talking a lot about Universal Studios. Let's talk a moment about Sony Pictures. Oh, yeah. So, Spider-Man. Do I
1: own Sony Pictures?
0: No. Sony oh, Pictures no. owns Sony Pictures. Oh, no. Here's the... Here's an interesting thing that maybe you didn't consider. Okay. Spider-Man yeah. is our character. Right, I own However, him. we have given the right to use Spider-Man in movies to Sony Pictures. Okay. So anything that they come up with in the Spider family for their movies is owned by Sony. Oh. I, this, I, I like to be a problem solver. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, a, tell good, me a, about a good it. legal counsel is a problem solver. What you could do is you could take Spider-Man... And you could take Miles Morales, and okay, you could yeah. take Spider-Ham, and yes. you could even take Gwen Stacy, right? and Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. And you could put them all in your Spider-Man ride. Oh, really? But in you can't. But, but whoa, 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 Okay, well, but you you got, can't I got all use, excited there. I know you did. I'm, I'm sorry. I probably should have told you what you can't do before I tell yeah. you what you can do. But you can't use the depictions of them from the movie I in change your ride. Them. You got to change new them. New
1: concept art. All right, well, I'm off that now. What I really like, yep. uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of these guys before. Have I? Know, have I given you a yes yet? Uh, no, I'm, okay. I'm going to get one though. I got a couple. Of, I got two more great ideas great. for what I'm going to do. Uh, really I'm not sure if you've heard anything. of this because actually you seem way more uh, knowledgeable of the Marvel universe than at first than I first thought. <laughs> it's true, uh, even than I first thought. But it, let's just make this clean. Everybody loves the X Men. I'm going to put an X Men ride yep. in at Disneyland and an X Men ride over in Florida. Whoa, it's be the whoa, same whoa, ride. whoa, 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 X-Men. whoa, whoa! X Men. What's wrong with X Men? Whoa!
0: Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't just throw two different coasts here at the same time. Okay? We're going to use a very natural line of demarcation. Okay. It's one that's been in place. It's the easiest one. It's east of the Mississippi, and it's west of the Mississippi. All right. Okay? Can I build anything
1: in the Mississippi? I suppose. I've never considered that before. <laughs> Maybe that's a gray area. Uh, Maybe Marvel Land goes on... in the Mississippi. Hmm. Ah, you're on to something. Hmm.
0: Now you're you're saying a floating theme park that goes up and I'm down saying, the
1: Mississippi. All log rides, sort of a uh, demilitarized zone, if yeah. you will. Spider-Man log ride, Thor log ride, Iron Man log ride. Reggie, I've told you this before. Genius. I like the cut of your jib. Yeah. You know I like I the cut one. of your jib. I got a river-based theme you park. You are called allowed to have a river. Marvel theme. River Run. No, no, no. You can't call it Marvel. <laughs> Oh. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, what would you like to call it? Well I wanted to call it Marvel River Run. How about Power River? <laughs> I don't love it. You can use power. I don't I don't love it though. How about amazing river run? <laughs> the amazing? How about the spectacular
0: river run? The how about the spectac how about Yes. Mississippi, the spectacular river run experience? Okay, yeah.
1: Done. I you got can one. You can do that. You got one. All right. But the... let's
0: go back into your scenario oh, please. about X-Men rides. Yeah x-men totally cool in california
1: yeah I knock can yourself that? out you gonna do the voice the whole time the whole time <laughs> totally cool
0: yeah. in california it's gonna be a problem in florida okay how about instead i give you a- another superhero group that's not as well known
1: okay but pretty well known but pretty well known all right who you point. got for me who you got me and they're
0: called the guardians of the galaxy huh here's the deal It's about a ragtag group of space ruffians. did Alfred Hitchcock make them? I'll have to take a look into that. Okay, please do. I think he may have. All right. right. A ragtag group of space ruffians that go around the galaxy getting into all sorts of wild and crazy adventures. Okay, and I can do- One of them's a raccoon.
1: Oh. Another one is a talking tree- uh-huh. And then there's a human, too. Oh, one human. I uh, And I can do whatever I want with that? You can do whatever you want really? with that. wherever Guardians you of the want Galaxy Land, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. That's right. Guardians of the Galaxy Churros. Absolute churros. Whatever you want. Oh, wow. That's good. I'm
0: g- <laughs> Listen, do you like Guardians of the Galaxy? That's what I'm willing to offer you. You can use yeah, it wherever you I'm want. that's why
1: I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking, I don't know if you could check the contract I signed with Marvel. I'm thinking about returning Marvel and just buying Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Right on! Great segment. There we go.
0: That Thanks. was that was things Thanks, you can Brad. and can't do with Marvel. With. Uh
1: Brett and Reggie. Brett and Reggie. Brett with uh, one T. <laughs> one T. Brett with two T's. Still out. Still out on leave. Yes, On paternity leave. Paternity leave. Yeah. That's right. Dedicated dad. Turns out.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's that's what it looks like. That's why uh, if you have a question about like how come there is an Avengers campus that's coming to
1: Disneyland or why did they name it that instead? Why did of, they name it? Why did why? How do people make the the? How did they make the idea like Avengers campus? Where did that come from? Some of it's legal. Some of it. It is legal. It yeah, is because, it's
0: because it is because that in this master life licensing agreement. Marvel is not allowed to license out the name Marvel for any other theme park is it attraction. It's just
1: master licensing agreement. sounds like a pretty good comic book series. I well, I was going to say it's probably a good villain. Yeah. Master, master <laughs> licensing agreement. Yeah. Master licensing
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, Disney in a nutshell. Does oh, the
1: perpetuity thing bother Disney. you at all? Like the father, the, 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 that contracts crazy don't to expire. Me. That sounds nuts to me. So
0: contracts don't expire, and I think there's a lot of fan, you know, a lot of fan debate, a lot of fan question about whether or not at some point Marvel would just end up like, will will Marvel end up getting, or will Disney end up getting Marvel away from Universal?
1: That was episode forty nine, the beginning of Marvel in November in March, <laughs> Marvel in March. Uh, lots of fun. Lots of fun origin stories for us in comic books. Talking about Marvel in the parks. Talking about all sorts of licensing agreements and lots to come. Did you have fun? I had fun. I, I know, hope our listeners cookie.
0: had. I hope our listeners had fun. I hope they learned something or Heck, yeah. said at one point, Oh, huh, that was interesting. I didn't know that." Yeah,
1: that's you my be goal. Chuckled. There wasn't a lot of tuna
0: fish talk on this. There's episode. There's no tuna talk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there man. we go. I just made you chuckle. Yeah, you did. And I just made, hopefully I made a listener chuckle when I All say right. tuna talk. I'm sure my kids laughed at They laugh at almost they everything you have. say. They must have. Thanks everybody for listening. We love making the show and we hope you've enjoyed listening to it. This has been Bob Bob's and Bantha's and we release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, iHeart, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. Please be sure to subscribe and we would love it if you left us a review, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. we love it even more. If you left us a written review, we'd like to know what you think about the show and it really helps other people find out about it. Thank you so much for all of our listeners who have left us a review. Uh, We really, really appreciate it. You can visit us at bobsismanthas.com. Email us at podcast at bobsismanthas.com. That is not plural podcast. It is singular podcast. It doesn't roll off
1: the tongue either way, but no, it does not.
0: (laughs) You can support us. Patreon.com forward slash Banthas, where we release original exclusive audio content, Almost every single week. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get every single week. You can wear us at tpublic.com. You can get one of those Bob the Bantha T-shirts or one of the brand spanking new Bantha Boys T-shirts. I ordered one of those. Oh, good. Can't I'm wait to see it. I Somebody can't. else ordered them too. Did you order one? Nope. Oh my gosh. Someone ordered a Bantha Boys T-shirt before I even and ordered And you want to have boys a, boys a park meetup. You are crazy. Nah, I'm great. It's, I'm, our, our fans are the best. Our That's Bantha Tears are the best. Okay. You can join the other bantha tears for more
1: fun on Instagram. We're at Bob's and Banthas. You can follow Aaron. Hees. I'm at Aaron Robbins. Definitely follow the 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 Bob Suds and Banthas one because in a few weeks the year live stream the the, That's the, the right. year celebration, which we're going to have a ton of fun with. So make sure you're following at Bob Suds and Banthas. And then if you have a little extra time, follow at Aaron Robbins. And, and then if you, you have, have a, little a little more little time. bit extra time, you can follow at Hey Scott Storm.
0: That's true. Uh, And then if you have, like, if there's some time after that, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Bobsleds Banthas.
1: Yeah, no and. No and. Just Bobsleds Banthas, as if they were one thing. They're one thing in our hearts. Yeah.
0: Hey, until next week, he's been Aaron. Excalibur? And I've been Scott Excelsior. Oh. And we've been Bobsleds Banthas. Thanks a lot for listening, uh... true believers.
1: I was so hoping you would catch that. We'll see you next week. You did good. You did good. Oh, thanks, man. Let's have another cook. Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for more fun. In electro-synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland. Every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.